Welcome to me again, week 25, A Dirty Room, a week where I go to Atlanta, I try to fry cake, and I realize that there's a whole lot more work to be done on myself than I thought. And you'll hear all about it on this week's episode of Me Again, a self-help podcast about helping myself. Hey everybody, it's me again, and I had a very, very good day. I'm super excited about it. Had a really great day, got to wake up and hang out with the family for a very long time, then came to the office and then fell asleep for some apparent reason, and then worked on a lot of fun stuff for the rest of the night. And we will talk all about that in the four pillars of awesomeness. I know this is the fastest we've ever done this, but I'm very, very tired, and I just really want to sleep. So number one, what am I grateful for today? And today, I am grateful for what might be my favorite movie in all of existence, and it is Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. It is a film older than me, which I'd never realized. It came out in 1991, and it is so beautifully insane. It is the craziest film of all time. Like, the Ninja Turtles have to fight Shredder, who's resurrected somehow, because... In the first movie, he gets thrown into, like, a garbage compactor and gets crushed. And, like, falling out of a... uh, I think he falls off the top of a building, which, you know, would probably kill him. Then gets compacted. Then he just randomly shows back up for some apparent reason. And he has now created his own Ninja Turtles in the form of a mutated... I don't want to give the whole plot away, but essentially he's created two evil mutants that are supposed to fight the Ninja Turtles, and it's insanity. They try to demutate them by feeding them donuts with anti-mutagen in them, and then Vanilla Ice is there for some reason, and I don't mean in a cameo. I mean, Vanilla Ice plays a major role in the end of the film. It is so insane. It is so crazy, and it's my favorite thing to describe to people, because it seems, like, as I'm saying it, they're like, are you sure this is real or is this just like a fever dream you had and I'm like no 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 this is a real thing that exists in this world and you can watch it and we watched it tonight for you paid for this which usually we watch bad movies for but even Blake by the end of it was like no this is a great film oh my god it turned me around it's so good it takes the best way I can describe it is imagine a bunch of the pieces like say you bought the Lego set to make a terrible movie and accidentally made a great movie with it that's what it is because there's bad acting there's bad plot points there's plot holes and even still it still makes a great film so that is what I'm grateful for today because we just got done watching it and it's great What did I do that is awesome, though? And it's the fact that for the first time, I got to do a parental thing, and it resulted in positivity. Because CJ had been crazy all day. Like, I was sitting there, and we were trying to get him to calm down and just watch a movie. And instead of doing that, he started crawling on us for some reason. And, like, trying to tickle us. And and I'm trying to infuse in him the whole concept of the golden rule. Don't do something to somebody else you wouldn't want done to yourself. And so he's like distracting us. I'm like, hey, when you're watching a movie would you that you really enjoy, would you like for me to come up and start doing all this to you? No, then don't do that. And he goes, okay. And he stops messing with us. And then he 
Apparently at school the other day, he got one of those invisible ink pens, the kind that they're invisible and then you can shine a black light on it and it shows up. And he had lost that. He goes, I don't know where that is. And yesterday when I was cleaning up on Saturday, I ended up putting it away. So I knew exactly where it was. But instead of saying, hey, here it is, I decided to make a little, not a game out of it, but a teaching lesson. So I walked into his room. His room was a mess. There was a massive cardboard box in the middle for no apparent reason. There was a bunch of stuff he could trip over and get hurt. So I walked in there and I said, your room is a mess. Can you, maybe if you clean it up, you'll find it while cleaning. And he tried to resist. He was like, he kept looking around the house. I'm like, is that what I told you to do? No. So he ended up cleaning his room. It wasn't exactly spotless, but it was good enough for me. So I handed him his pen at the last minute. He was like, oh, thank you. You had it the whole time. I was like, yeah, but you cleaned your room. Don't you feel more rewarded? Yeah, I guess I do. So I got him to clean his room. Although it did come back to bite me in the ass because later they came by the office. And like I've said before, my office is a mess. I haven't had a time to get in there and actually clean. And he was immediately like, hey, Scotty. And he started feeding me the same bull crap I fed him. He was like, if you clean your room, you might find something you've lost. And I'm like, I haven't lost anything. I know. And this is true. I know exactly where everything in my room is. It might be a mess, but I know where it is. I know it needs to get clean. I know the trash needs to get taken out and the clothes put up. But other than that, I know where everything is. So I was like, I know where everything is. I haven't lost anything. Well, you you need to clean it. And he kept, he kept harping on it. And I was like, I know you're right, but I've got too much work to do. Like at one point I was like, if you want to come over here and do my work, I'll clean my room all day. And he goes, no, I don't want to do that. I'm like, good. Then my room's going to be messy for a few. So he did guilt trip me and that sucked. Now, what did I do that was not awesome? And for those of you who have keen ears, you may realize what it is, and it is the fact that I drank a little bit too much tonight. Like I said, anytime we do something like You Paid For This, a show where it's more of a hangout, kind of calm session, I'll have a few drinks during it. And I only had like three cocktails, which will usually, not cocktails, but three glasses of whiskey, which will get me about where I need to go. Not overtly drunk or anything else, until I realized, oh wait, I haven't eaten today. And... That, it got me places a lot faster than it needed to. And I'm better now. I stayed at home long enough for me to sober up enough to, like, drive home. But even then, man, like, I got there very, very fast. I had three different glasses of whiskey. They were very good whiskeys, and I was very appreciative of that. But also, it affected me, and it hit me, and it sucks. And I know I'm going to pay for this tomorrow. I'm going to go inside and try to, like, save it a little bit, drink a lot of water, eat pizza because we still have pizza from the other day so that's another bad thing I'm about to do I know I know I hate when people say that I hate when people say I'm gonna do a bad thing and because I'm always like then just don't do the bad thing if you know you're gonna do it don't do it in this moment I'm like no my body will die tomorrow if I don't and I have to take care of the baby and I'm slowly learning like how to better my relationships with like food and stuff like that to a point of realizing like This is not pizza to distract. This is pizza to help. It is greasy bread and cheese to soak up alcohol. It is serving a purpose, and I am grateful for it. The other thing I did that wasn't good, and this one was weird, was I got into the office, and I... I, I honestly didn't have that much to do. I wanted to clean the office a little bit, and I wanted to do our social media, which I'm going to end up having to do tomorrow, because instead what happened is I 
fell asleep sitting up, and I don't know how it happened. I apparently had plenty of sleep last night, so I don't know how I possibly fell asleep, but yeah, I fell asleep sitting up, and then when I woke up, I was just like face down on my desk. Like, how how did that happen? And I'd slept for like two hours. I ended up sleeping for two hours sitting up. It was ridiculous. I've got no idea what it was. So, that wasn't the best time. I ended up losing two hours of work because of it. So between that and the drinking, Scotty didn't do the best things for himself today. Um, and what's bad is I got to the level of tipsy where Scotty starts trying to come up with plans and way to, ways to spend money. First thing I did was after watching Ninja Turtles, I went on eBay and started shopping for Ninja Turtle action figures. Didn't buy any of those. And then I just started looking at stuff to do this weekend for St. Patrick's Day. Like, can we go to Atlanta or Birmingham? Like, we have no money. We can't do this. And then I started looking for stuff to do on our anniversary and looking around Nashville for some reason. So, yeah, I got to the level of uh, Tipsy Scotty where I just started planning things out far in advance. And I don't know why. Now, finally, how did I help myself today? And it is the fact that And I know I talked about this a little bit last week as well, but I'm slowly still learning that I have things on my phone to entertain me that don't have to be a worthless YouTube video about slime or a a video game that serve no purpose. So today I woke up and I immediately started reading. I said I was bored, looked at my phone, realized, oh no, none of my old coping mechanisms are here, and immediately started reading my book, immediately started going into it. So... I really like that. I really like that vibe of being able to look down at my phone. Because for the longest, that's why I own a Kindle, is I was like, ah, I don't think I'll be able to read off my phone. It's so easy. It's straight up there. It's like just reading an article off YouTube. So I started reading my book from Russell Brand, and it was very good. It was very poignant. I really do love reading these books about addiction because it helps me understand myself a little bit more, helps me kind of understand where I come from, why I do certain things, and kind of forgive myself because... You know, addiction is kind of an easy thing to be guilty over. It's an easy thing to be like, oh, man, I drank too much. Or, oh, man, I'm about to go eat pizza. Oh, no, all this is happening. It's easy to guilt yourself. But once you realize how your mind works and how these things kick in, it really does kind of give you a sense of not forgiveness per se, but a sense of understanding. And I really do like that. Like I, I know I've got the Russell Brand book I'm reading right now, and then I've got a few other books on addiction that I want to read. Just because, and this is something I was thinking about earlier today as I was editing me again, is this is a self-help podcast, but it has kind of become a diary of sorts. So it is kind of my job at this point to, as the host of this show, to read these self-help books and relay this information to you. It is important to take this advice from these books and bring it in because otherwise I'm just going to end up the same. That's the big thing Russell Brand is talking about in his book is this fact of you're addicted to something and you've realized that everything you've done hasn't worked, which means you have to change everything. You've got to change your entire thought process around things. And so I've realized that for the past less than probably five months, you guys have been listening, you've kind of been getting the same Scotty. Uh, It's the Slytherin version of Scotty that says, I'm going to change, but I'm going to change in a way that suits my mind and the way my mind works. It hasn't been me willing to actually change. It's been me trying to be clever in the way I've changed. And so... I've realized that, no, it's actually going to take a lot more. It's going to take a lot more sacrifice, a lot more openness, and a lot more vulnerability. 
And it's going to suck and it's going to be difficult, but I'm going to come out of it being me again. And that makes me really, really excited. But for now, I'm going to go inside, probably eat that pizza and then get some rest. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody, it's me again. And I had a really, really good day. At first, like a few minutes ago, I put it in my weird little spreadsheet about my happiness. I put average. But now that I'm thinking about it, like as I was prepping, it was a very, very, very good day. I woke up and then got to do one of my favorite things, which is fantasy booking wrestling. One of my friends on Twitter, actually one of our patrons on Patreon, Ghazi, tweeted out, uh, I wonder what kind of card I would book if I was given infinite money and like access to all of independent wrestling, what show would I book? I then literally sat there and came up with a nine-match wrestling card full of storylines and all kinds of stuff. That was fun. Then my mom had a migraine, so I had to come over here and to the office and help her a little bit early, so that was good. And it was just a really great day all around. I got to push through and make a lot of really awesome stuff. And it was just a great day. And we'll talk about it a little bit more when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for? And today, I'm very grateful for my parents for putting up with all the crap that I do, even to this day. Because I'll occasionally take... Like, when I was in high school, I was a... uh, I liked to make movies, and I liked to make different types of cinema. And by that, I mean YouTube videos. And so what I ended up doing was stealing my dad, who, like, used to try to be a photographer. I would stole his tripod, and he was like, it's okay, it's yours now. My parents are so cool about me taking things, which I hope they're cool because I might have taken toilet paper and protein shakes from them because we have none at our house. And Emily was like, can you pick some up? And I said... Alright, and instead of doing that, I just stone cold jacked their toilet paper because I don't know what it, I guess it's coronavirus, but there is no toilet paper anywhere. Apparently people think I need toilet paper and I will be able to survive coronavirus with enough of it. So that's where I'm at right now is stealing toilet paper from my parents. And I know dad listens to this, so sorry dad, didn't didn't mean to steal all the toilet paper, but I was left with no choice. So I'm very grateful for them and for all their forgiveness for all the dumb stuff that I've made them put up with over the years because this ain't the worst. Stealing toilet paper and protein shakes is probably like pretty low on the scale of things I've forced them to put up with, but it's just something that reminded me today. Now, what did I do today that is awesome? It is the fact that I pushed through and followed my own advice and started with the thing that sucks because today I had to edit the Me Also episode I talked about last week where I'm doing a parody of those everything, you know, Terry Crews, everything John Cena, everything Nick Jonas does in a day videos. I'm making a parody of one of those for Patreon, patreon.com slash a load of BS if you want to see it. And it's probably one of the harder videos I've had to make because if you've ever seen the videos, you do have just the clip of them talking in one side, but then you've also got a clock that's constantly running in one corner, and then in the bottom, you've got kind of like a schedule being written out, and then a bunch of different clips, and it is very high maintenance, and it is a lot of involved stuff, and I could have easily been like, well, I could be lazy, and instead of doing it their way, do it a different way, but the perfectionist in my head said, no, you gotta do this right, you gotta do it the right way, 
and I pushed through and I did the thing that sucks, which meant literally recording myself pushing a clock forward to the dates or to the times mentioned in the video. And then what was the other thing? Oh yeah, I had to film myself in like a, a Google calendar kind of thing, writing out all of the different things I do in the day to make it look accurate for the video. And it's gonna turn out awesome and it's gonna turn out really well, but man, it is so involved. So I pushed through, I got that done. I got another thing for Patreon done. Are you paid for this episode that we recorded last night where we watched Ninja Turtles? Got that edited. Got a lot of stuff done today and it made me really excited to get things done ahead of schedule. Now, what did I do that is not awesome? And this is this is not something that I did today as <laughs> it was more something I did last night because really it, today the only thing I did that was kind of bad was I had more than one drink while we were recording because we were doing a southern mythology episode so I had two glasses of whiskey but I only poured about an ounce so overall I think I only had what is the equivalent of one glass of whiskey so I'm, I'm proud of that I held back there but other than that I was just kind of lazy I laid around a little bit too much today so that's the only thing today that wasn't awesome however last night I got into the house I ate a pizza like I said I was going to. I almost I almost yelled because Emily apparently had eaten the majority of the pizza during the day and left me two slices, so Daddy wasn't happy at that point. Dad was very mad, <laughs> and I was like, mm, but I'll get through it. And the way I got through it was I, I ate the pizza, and then I went to lay down, and <laughs> I couldn't sleep. And I can't remember why, but I just kept thinking about cake and wanting cake and needing to make cake. And then I remembered situations in the past, the last time I made cake. And basically every day I would go in and eat an inappropriate amount of cake until it was all gone. So I thought, well, is there a different way to make cake where I can only make a little bit and then the family can have the rest? And somehow my thought process last night was, was well, then deep fry the cake and you can make little cake balls and you can eat a few of those and be satiated. Because I'll be honest, I didn't want cake. I wanted cake batter. Like, I, I made the cake batter, ate it, and was like, I'm fine now. Oh, no, I have to make cake. And so I tried to deep fry the cake. I don't know if you've ever tried to deep fry cake batter, but it don't work. It's real nasty. Basically, what you do is you cook the cake, so that's good, but then the oil creeps into it and gives it just the least satisfying taste of all time. So that's what I did last night that was not awesome, and I have felt sick all day, probably because of all the nasty cake I ate last night. Because I made one bit of fried cake, and then I said, well, let's empty the oil and try to make a pan cake. That didn't work either. Ended up burning it. It was just a bad time overall with that cake situation. Now, what did I do to help myself today? And it is probably something that might not help me in the future. But today I was browsing Facebook and one of my friends who likes to travel says, oh wow, flights to Seattle are $80, flights to San Francisco are 100 this is amazing. And it's all because of coronavirus. It's all because older people are like, I don't want to be flying with nobody who got the corona. I can't do this. So people are canceling their flights, which means flight prices are dropping, which also means that me and Emily's anniversary that is coming up in about a month might be a lot more exciting than I thought, because initially we had planned to go to Nashville or do something like that. And I think our Nashville hotel 
ended up being about 300 350 We haven't bought it yet because we hadn't come up with plans. 300 350 for that same amount of money right now, we could fly to Newark, New Jersey and walk or like take a bus into New York. We could go to New York City for 350. We could go to Austin, Texas, which that's my big plan. I'm going to go hard on the Austin, Texas thing because I really want to go. I've got a lot of friends out in Austin. I loved Austin the two times I went, and there's a really cool whiskey distillery I want to go to out in Austin. Like the guys who I watch on YouTube, it's their distillery. So I really want to go. I want to meet them, talk to them about Southern mythology, have a really, really good time. That's my big pick is Austin. Come to probably tomorrow. I'm going to come on and be like, what I did that wasn't awesome was get mad because Emily didn't want to fly anywhere. That's probably where this is going, but I, I don't care for right now. I'm really excited because I think Vegas was $500 to be out there for two days. Um, Colorado Springs was 450. I think it's just so cheap. Because usually when a flight's like a month away, the the prices skyrocket, but they're all dropping right now. And it made me so excited. It also made me excited because flights to Dallas are like $135 for when I'm going in uh, August for Podcast Movement. So all I've got to do is get back something from Podcast Movement that says, you're in, you're performing, and then I can buy a flight. Because that's all I'm waiting for right now is confirmation that I'm actually going to be performing at Podcast Movement. But yeah, I'm really excited. I'm hoping we get to have a really, really cool anniversary. Because by the time that flight comes up, coronavirus will either have run its course or gone to a point where we're all like, yeah, we probably need to stay here, but I'm going to take advantage of it right now. But for now, I'm going to go inside and get some rest, drink some protein shakes, and use some toilet paper that I stole from my parents, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody, it's me again. It's 3.30 in the morning, which means you know today was not a good day. Not a lot of good Scotty emotions coming out of today. And uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later, at least what started it. But yeah, I was very, very depressed all day. It started out pretty decent. Like I had probably one or two good hours and then something happened and it just went downhill from there and then ended up taking a depression nap, (laughs) waking up and then coming to the office and... I was in such a bad mental state that I was supposed to edit the Me Also episode for Patreon, which is coming out. It's going to come out next week. Um, but I started editing it, and I, I literally couldn't. I, I couldn't do it. And I, I don't know if it was because it was tedious and it was peaking my anxiety or what. So instead, I pushed through and recorded literally like four hours of WWE 2K20 footage for Fight Boys. So that's going to last me a while. That makes me very, very excited at least. So I got to do that. And then afterwards, I was supposed to go home. Yeah, that didn't happen. Instead, I sat up on my computer even more and said, well, why don't we get a load of BS? Because I was supposed to edit that tomorrow. I said, why don't we get a load of BS like synced up and ready to be edited? That way tomorrow, all I have to do is open the file and then go through it and cut everything that I needed to do. And then I said, well, let's just do the intro. And then I said, let's just do the first segment. Well, let's do the first segment through the ad break. Well, let's just do the whole thing. So I literally ended up staying up 
an extra hour to get all of a load of BS edited. So that means tomorrow I can do nothing but edit Deviant. So that makes me excited. It means I can focus on that a little bit harder. But yeah, stayed up very, very late. So let's just get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for today? And it is, I guess, the cloud would be the way to describe it. The fact that you know, a couple years ago, I never really used the cloud, meaning that if I wanted to work on something, I would have to be at the office no matter what. And I ended up waking up late today. I think about like 11 or 12 is when I woke up and, you know, not the best vibe. And I knew I had to get some stuff written, but it was so late that I said, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to do it here because it's writing, which means I can literally just log into Google Drive where all of my documents are and write on it from home home. So I guess another thing I'm slightly grateful for is my laptop for allowing me to do that. But yeah, I got to go in there and end up writing like two more episodes of JWF. I got a lot of stuff done and it made me really, really happy. I, I love the fact that the cloud exists. I love the fact that um, my book that I'm reading right now, I could read it off of my phone, which I do usually, but if I want to get it off my Kindle, I can, and it'll take me back to the exact spot I stopped off at, or I can read it on my computer. Basically, if I want access to something, it's very, very easy for me to get access to it, which I know that's kind of existed for a while. Like, you know, you can watch a YouTube video no matter where you're at, but it's now slowly becoming more personalized. It's no longer access to the same content everyone else has access to. You also have your own secret content out there in the ether that you can access and write and read and do so much awesome stuff thanks to the cloud. So that's what I'm grateful for today. What did I do today that is awesome? And I've already talked about it a little bit, but I feel like it's pushing through because I reached the level of depression today where Scotty said, I'm gonna not move. And I was literally unable to move. And I was like, this sucks. And so finally I had to push through and force myself to go to the office and get something done. I remember looking at myself and being like, I know this is going to suck, but you've got to get something done. You don't have to get everything done, but you have to get something done. Um, mostly just to distract my brain. And that way when I did this show, I would have something positive to say because it wasn't a good day up to that. But pushing through actually ended up turning the night around at least. I mean, the day still is a wash. Like, there's no getting that day back. But at least I was able to improve the night by pushing through. And it was tough. It was really tough. Um, I, I literally put on my sandals to leave the house. And I don't know. The best way to describe it, like I said, I don't like to move when I'm depressed. I stood in place for like five, probably five minutes less than that but you know an increasingly lengthy amount of time just staring at the bookcase doing nothing my mind was that messed up was just like let's just stare let's just stare forward it's okay and so not the best uh not the best feeling but i pushed through it and i got a lot of work done i got 2k20 for like two more months meaning that i can work on other projects instead of having to worry about that so that's really really excited i'm happy i pushed through for that now, what did I do that's not awesome? And I already teased it yesterday. And it's getting into an argument with Emily about going to Austin, Texas for our anniversary. 
Yeah, I kind of predicted the future with that one yesterday, and it sucks. It's I have this bad habit of jokingly being like, huh, what if this really bad thing happens? And then it does happen, and it's ten times worse than I meant when I was joking. Like, uh, one time we went to Gatlinburg, and I made my dad a schedule, because my dad loves scheduling things out. He's very anal retentive like I am. So I made a full schedule of what we were going to do, and at one point I said, 12 o'clock or whatever, we eat pizza. 12.30, we get sick from eating pizza. Just as a joke, like, you know, we're gonna eat a lot of pizza, and it's gonna have a, we're, we're gonna eat so much pizza, we're gonna be sick, ha ha ha. Fun fact, the Parmesan cheese was soured, and, uh, it made all of us sick, and I passed out for two hours. So yeah, predicted a bad future there, and I predicted a bad future yesterday, because I knew that there was going to be somewhat of an argument the minute she was like, no. But I thought, it's okay. We'll just keep talking it out. We'll try to see who's in the right, who's in the wrong. And here's the thing. Emily never just flat out came out and told me what the issue was because later she did. The issue is the fact that she doesn't want to be that far away from Ripley. That's understandable. The entire morning, all I got was, well, we don't have the money for it. We don't have the money for it. We need money for uh, for, for uh, hidden expenses. And I'm like, what hidden expenses? We have plenty of money. Even with this trip, we'd still have like $1,000. No, no, no. Um, it, it's it's so we can improve the house. And I'm like, the house doesn't need to be improved for right now. No, no, no. no. It's for, and like, kept going back to that well. And I'm very good. I At least with Emily, I have a very good BS meter. And I'm like, I know something else is wrong, why aren't you telling me? But I don't want to say that out loud. So me and her going back and forth, and I'm trying to remain light and joking. And the way I do that is by going over the top. So I'm typing in all caps like, no, you don't understand, this will be fun. Basically acting the role of a petulant child. The problem is she wasn't understanding that. And I understand it's kind of hard because not everybody is like me and types in all caps all the time. So she was like, I don't know. And like... Have you ever been joking with somebody and then noticed they're getting upset and it makes you upset? That's what happened. Because she was just like, no, please, I don't want you pressuring me. And I was like, I'm not pressuring you. I'm I'm joking and seeing like it was the whole thing was a bad miscommunication tore me down. It tore me down because I was like, I was trying to keep this light and uh, for it to be fun and it's hurting you and that I don't want to hurt you. I love you. And it it sent me down a spiral. It sent me down a really, really bad spiral. Uh, it was also about the time I started writing JWF because I just had to distract my mind. And I also, at some point, this is when I knew the money thing was BS, was because I might have also applied for a new credit card, mostly because I'm like, I've got a lot of stuff coming up in the next months, and I also would like to have some emergency funds. So I got a, a new card from Capital One with a very nice credit limit. And so uh, I told Emily that and she was like, well, yeah, but we can use that for all this other stuff. Right. And I'm like, okay, something's up. And then eventually she was like, I just don't want to leave Ripley. And I'm like, that's understandable. I do it all the time and it sucks every single time. You just need to know that she's going to be with people who love her and people who are going to take care of her and people we can trust with her. And she's like, yeah, but I don't think I'm ready yet. So that's, that's rough on me because I really do want to go to Austin. Like, I really want to go see my friends. They're doing a huge celebration the week before to open one of my friends' like new bases. He He's opening up like his own podcast studio and like full hangout session kind of place. It is 
buck wild. It's amazing. I'm sad I can't make it to the opening party, but I was going to try to go out the next week, but I can't. But that that's fine. Uh, at the end of the day, I do have a nice big fancy credit card that I could probably go off to Austin for a weekend sometime in the future, preferably to do something really, really cool. Uh, so I'm I'm really excited about that, but it sent me down a bad rabbit hole of depression because after I realized I'd hurt her, it just hurt me so bad. And then I started laying on the couch doing nothing, and then I remembered, oh, no, I haven't done yoga today. I need to go in there and do yoga. No, there's no point. You're worthless. Like, that's what my head's telling me. There's no point. You're worthless. There's no point doing it. You're ruining your life. And um, also, I wasn't eating, which I, I've been bad about not eating lately. And I have I constantly forget how much food improves my mood or at least having something on my stomach. I, I think I'm going to go back to the way I did things a long time ago, which is eating every three hours, eating a small meal as opposed to a big meal and two smaller ones. I think I'm going to swap it up. That way I always have a little bit of something on my stomach. That way I'm a little bit more prepared. But man, that sucked. That entirely sucked so much. And then another thing that's been bugging me lately, and I've told Emily about this, but when Ripley is around a female, whether that be her nana or her mama or whoever, she wants to go to the female. She doesn't want to see me. And I don't know if any of you listening are parents, but when your baby doesn't want to come to you and when they come to you, they cry and want to go back to their mama, it messes with you in a very severe way. And that actually does lead into what I did to help myself today. And it might not have even been the right call. At the end of the day, the right call might have been just go do yoga, go do, go walk around, do something to get your mind off of it. Um, but th- at about 5, 6 o'clock, I took Ripley. Ripley started crying and Emily got her. And it, Ripley looked so happy not to be with me. And I know it's that's not the situation. I, the, my logical brain says, no, she wants to be with her mom. That's why she's happy. But the illogical brain that my depression put me in was like, oh, look how happy she is to not be held by you, to be held by somebody else. And that was the minute I said, okay, I can't be in here anymore or I will fall way down. So at that point, I went into the bedroom and immediately passed out, immediately passed out for a nap, which is probably why I'm able to keep talking right now at 3.50 in the morning. My wife's about to be up to go to work in 10 minutes. Jesus Christ. But, uh, yeah, I realized I couldn't keep doing that. I couldn't keep sitting there in that depression. I had to do something, and my decision was to sleep it off. And when I woke up, I did feel a little bit better. There were hints of the depression still there. So it was, like I was talking about, it's it's more of a distraction than something to help myself, which is not a good thing. I should have found a way to help myself read a book. But in that moment, it was a lengthy distraction that did help me feel better in the long run. So I am very grateful for that. Uh, in the future, I'll try to remember other ways, deep breathing, meditation, something, because, like, my body felt full-on weird. Like, there was an emptiness. There was a tingling in my skin. There was a very high... I could feel my heart rate thumping in my chest. Like, I could feel my heart actually beating, and that's when I said, okay, I gotta do something. And my decision was to go to sleep, and in the future, I'll keep in mind meditation and all that other stuff, but... Yeah, it, it was a rough one. It was a rough one today, and I, I feel like I, I need help. I don't know where to get help, and that sucks. I, I don't know who to go to. 
um, to, to, to find help for where I'm at in life. And, and I don't know. I, this is kind of an apt an apt description, and it sucks to say, but I kind of feel like a dirty room that's not been cleaned in years. I, I, I feel like a house from hoarders where, you know, a small mess on the kitchen counter, you're like, oh, that's what I need to clean. That's what I need to do. I feel like I'm, I haven't been cleaned or worked on in so many years that I'm now at a point of like, where do I start? What do I go to? Do I take out the trash first or do I, do I do this or or where do I go? And it's kind of giving me that anxiety to start on anything. And that's kind of where I'm at. And wow, that's a, that's sad. That's so I guess I'm just going to have to do every time what I do every time I start cleaning, which is just do something, just do something and try to help yourself and you can slowly work your way forward. But yeah, that's, um, that's a real depressing, uh, <laughs> depressing way to think about it. But yeah, that's kind of where I feel right now is I feel like a dirty room that hasn't been cleaned in a long time and I, I don't know where to start, uh, start cleaning. So for now I'm, uh, I'm going to go inside and hopefully get at least four hours of rest. <laughs> I pray I can get some rest, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again, and I had an absolutely insane day, so this is probably going to be a bit of a lengthy one because I got, like I said last night, I got there at about 3.30 in the morning, meaning that Emily was basically awake by the time I crawled into bed and Ripley didn't want to go to sleep and my mind was still racing like after admitting that whole thing about me feeling like a dirty room I decided like I I tried to go to bed and then I went no I can't Emily hand me my laptop and it actually led to me doing one of the things I did to help myself today, which we will talk about later. And then I figured out how I'm going to go to Austin. So I'm going to Austin. I definitely am. I've bought the plane ticket and everything. I'm not going with Emily and I'm not going the weekend we had planned. I'm actually going to Austin <laughs> the weekend I'm in Orlando, <laughs> meaning one day. So basically what had happened is my buddy Brian, built this amazing th- place down and I think I talked about it yesterday maybe if not I'll edit it in later but my buddy Brian is having his big pro- party the night before Wrestlemania and we were supposed to go to a few shows that night and they can still go and have their fun at the show but I was like I do want to go see all my friends and, and support Brian and so today I bought a plane ticket to get to Austin at 9am in the morning and then return to Orlando the following day at 12 so I am going there so that's very very fun although who knows what's going to happen that far out at this point because the coronavirus has gone insane the NBA is cancelled apparently Tom Hanks has it and that's just let me put it this way it didn't seem real to me it kind of not like a hoax like I understand it's a real thing that exists but I feel like the outrage was a little bit extrapolated and then I found out that Tom Hanks had it and I was like no the outrage is justice it's it's all justified this needed to happen we need to protect everyone Tom Hanks has this oh no oh no so who knows that far out maybe maybe I won't be able to fly anywhere at all and that's gonna suck because one of my big goals for this year is to fly was to fly a lot so uh-oh. but uh, did all that and then still had no sleep and so I went over to my mom's house because mom took off work 
and hung out with my mom and my papa. And then finally, once my mom had the baby, I just looked at her and was like, can I go to bed for like two hours? She goes, okay. So she went to bed for, I went to bed for two hours. Then she woke me up saying, I'm coughing a lot because my mom has bronchitis. Um, not contagious, like, as long as she doesn't cough on the baby, which she wasn't, but she was going, I'm coughing a lot more, my cough drops are wearing off, can you get the baby? I said, okay. And luckily, the baby was equally sleepy, because she didn't get any sleep either, so then me and her just fell asleep on the couch until about three in the afternoon, so that was a very good time, getting to, I think I ended up getting about four hours of sleep, so I got some rest in, so that's good. But, uh, yeah, let's just get into the four pillars of awesomeness, and we can explain everything else after that. Number one, what am I grateful for today? And, oh my god, I forgot about this segment. I totally, I guess I'm really grateful for those plane ticket prices. Like, going to Austin and back was 80 bucks. Like, 80 bucks for a think a three-hour non-stop flight to Austin was 80 bucks. And I went, okay, I'll do that. And I'm just grateful for getting to go see my friends who I haven't seen in a very, very long time. There are some that I saw at Dragon Con last year, but for the most part, the Diamond Club people, I haven't seen them in a while. So I'm really excited to get to go see them. And man, I'm I'm just so excited to go to Austin. I'm excited to go to that whiskey distillery. I'm excited to see my friends. I'm excited to try to finagle my way on to Night Attack, which is Brian's show. You know I'm going to try it. I probably won't, but I'm going to try to get on Night Attack. So that was very, very cool. Now, what did I do today? That is awesome. And, uh, well, one, and I already talked to, I actually haven't talked about this yet, well, uh, is the fact that I got the next episode of Deviant edited and ready to be put up faster than I've ever done it before. Usually, this is when I'm in panic mode and struggling to get in uh, line reads, but now I got everything done, which means tomorrow I can wake up and actually write it on schedule, which makes me very, very excited. So that was very good, and it's weird, like... I understand how everything in life is kind of like working out. You just got to get your reps in and get your practice in and things become easier. I didn't think Deviant would ever be easy to edit, but it is slowly getting there where it's a lot easier for me. Now that I've done it for so long to know like, okay, um, this in this scene, I need to have this background ambiance. I'm going to put in this uh, this song, like certain characters have songs that I've already picked out for them. Like anytime they have a moment, I'll play their song. It's really cool the way I've organized it and the fact that it, it's it's almost like writing. Like editing an audio drama is almost like writing more parts of the story. Because when you first start out writing, you don't know the rules of the universe you're in yet, which means you gotta, you gotta think a lot harder and try to build those rules as you go along. But now that I'm so far in, uh, especially in editing, I've built up the rules of how things go, of what the inside of the deviant sounds like, of what their communicators sound like, of what, um, uh, what the lasers sound like when they fire off into space. And it's, it's just a good feeling, man. A good feeling to be able to get there and to get all of that done. Like, that's all I did today was edit Deviant, watch Wrestling with Mom, and then record Opposite Attractions. But other than that, it was almost all Deviant all day. And I think I shaved about three hours off my last time. Last time it took me about seven hours to get it done. It only took me four this time. So maybe one day this 15-minute podcast won't take me five million years to edit. Now, what did I do that is not awesome? And 
honestly probably just not sleep. That's all I can really think of because today I did focus really heavily on self-help and on taking care of myself. So really the main thing was not sleeping last night. And it, it was full on that same thing we like people did in college and high school, which is I've stayed up too late. I'm just going to pull an all-nighter. That way my sleep schedule gets fixed tomorrow. That's not how that works. I, at least I don't think that's how that works. It might work once or twice, but the bad habits are still ingrained. You just got to keep working at it. That's why I'm going home now at 1 in the morning as opposed to 2 or 3 when I usually try to get home. I'm trying to slowly pull back on when I get home so I can actually get a decent sleep schedule in. But yeah, I feel like missing sleep for the most part, which I didn't think was bad until I started driving to my driving to my mom's to see her and Papa and I I wasn't tired, but I was having like these weird flashes of like, oh god, I'm driving. Oh wait, what's happening? Oh wait, why am I going here? So I was getting to a level of sleep deprived that I was uncomfortable driving in a car with a baby during I like I reached the limit and realized this is as far as I can drive with a baby in the car and feel feel safe. So get sleep, guys. Don't be an idiot like me. Get some sleep. And I already know it's at least I know getting the little sleep I did is helping me because I already feel exhausted and I'm ready to go to bed. And now finally, what did I do to help myself? And it is related to what I talked about yesterday, the fact that I feel like I don't know where to start when it comes to fixing me, for lack of a better term. What, where, where to start, what issues to work on, where to go, what to do. And so I got in last night, sat down, asked for my laptop, and I I know, big surprise, I made a spreadsheet, and on the spreadsheet, I put three columns. First column was problem, second problem was why, and third problem was solution. And basically, I went through, and I didn't want to do anything vague. I didn't want to say, like, I'm depressed or I'm anxious. I instead tried to focus on either symptoms or stuff around it. So the fact that I don't I don't eat on time. The fact that I forget to take my meds sometimes. The fact that, um, you know, I, I'm overweight. The fact that my blood pressure is so high. Not my blood pressure, my heart rate is so high. I wrote them all down. Then next to it, I wrote why that thing is happening. So, for instance, um, with not taking my pills on time and not taking my, uh, not eating on time, it was I just simply forget. That was the reason. Or why I am overweight, which is, I straight up had to write down the reason. And the reason is, I don't feel like I, at least at this moment, don't feel like I have a full-on big reason why I need to be in shape. So why be in shape? I mean, that's not the best way to look at it. At the end of the day, you should want to be in shape because you respect yourself and want to give yourself the best body, the body that you can feel happiest with. And that should be my entire reason. But like in college, the only reason I got in shape was because I wanted to be a pro wrestler. That was my end-all be-all. That's the only reason I got in shape. Um, I would have basically ended up where I am right now in college if I didn't. So, and so uh, I kept going through that, basically listing all of the problems, listing why the problems were, and then writing up a solution. So for instance, the eating thing, I went into Google, my Google calendar, and I set up a reminder every three hours to eat. And so now every three hours, my phone will tell me, you need to go eat, or you need to take your medicine. I, anything where it involved me being forgetful, I set up a reminder for it. 
um, for working out. That's me. I'm trying to struggle with my why at this point, why I want to get in shape, why I want to do this. Um, and just everything down on the list. And I gave myself an actionable goal to work on to help fix that problem. So instead of it being a big wash of, I don't know where to start. It's just a big wash of nothingness. I listed it out and that way I could go in, I could see which one was an easy solution and could quickly get done. For instance, just setting up a GCAL reminder and which ones was going to take more work, like the working out thing or the, uh, high heart rate thing. Um, and so I went through, found solutions for everything that I could, and now I'm just slowly working on checking everything off the list. And then once I do that, I'm going to reevaluate, see if the problem is fixed or at least somewhat solved, and then keep working on it that way. If it doesn't work, then I just say, this solution did not work. Why didn't it work? New solution, and keep working through it like that and working through it like that until I get to the root of the problem. I'm doing the nerdiest version of self-help I possibly can, but I feel like that's the Scotty Moore way to do it. But uh, I'm actually not feeling too hot right now. I don't know why my throat hurts. I I hope I'm not getting bronchitis from mom, because if so, I'm going to fight her. So I'm going to go inside, get me some hot tea, drink a protein shake, and then get some rest. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again, and it it was a weird day, I guess is the only way to describe it, because I worked a lot, but got very little work done, if that makes sense. I'm trying to prepare for the big wrestling event at the end of the month, Wrestlepalooza, which unlike Wrestlemania, is probably not going to be cancelled. Um, but yeah, it, I did that all day. And nothing turned out right. Everything went really, really wrong. And it absolutely sucked. Uh, the Elgato kept messing up and freezing. There was one very big moment for the, for the show that was supposed to happen that I figured out that is glitched out of the game for some reason. So I can't go into WWE 2K19 and do the thing that I've been planning to do for like an entire year. So I'm very frustrated with that. <laughs> so it was a very rough day, but I did get a lot of work done and then got to enjoy a lovely dinner with mom when she came home. It, it did suck. I woke up a little late, so I wasn't able to get to the office on time. I ended up having to basically ended up having to just constantly work all day. And that wasn't the best vibe. Um, but we'll talk about that when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for today? And today I am grateful for that month period I had where I was so hyper-focused on self-help, on doing my yoga every day, on sticking to a routine, on eating healthily. I'm grateful for that. And I know it sounds weird, uh, but here's why. I'm grateful for it because it lets me know it can be done. A lot of today was just basically me looking at myself and being like, it might not be working today, but I know it can be done. Because, I mean, I, I've said it in the past, like, I've not been the best with my self-help. Ever since going to Los Angeles, I've kind of fell down into a well, and I've been trying to dig myself out, but it's been really tough to. Like, to a point where now the documentary I'm filming is so far in the back of my mind, I barely ever think about it anymore. And 
that's not the best. That's not, I mean, that was supposed to be something that could possibly win me a lot of money or maybe a job, like, and uh, I don't think about it, and that sucks. So I'm trying to figure out a way to get back onto the documentary. And I'm, I'm grateful for those weeks of being so healthy and being so stuck in that I, I can look and say, it's possible, you can do it do it and it's kind of motivating to be like do it now before you get further away from it because you you know the further away you get from having good habits the more they kind of fizzle out and disappear it's not like riding a bike where you're just constantly always knowing how to ride a bike it's, you, you got to keep behaving good in order to keep it going it's a ball of momentum and i just got to get that ball of momentum going again now what did i do today that is awesome and it is something that I'm not going to lie, I, it, it took me a while to come up with because, it, well, firstly, because it's work that yielded no results. Everything I did today was work that yielded absolutely no net positive for the network, and it sucked. And for that reason, at the end of the day, I said, I didn't do anything awesome today. I looked throughout my entire day and said, that wasn't awesome. I didn't do anything up to the awesome caliber that I expected myself. But then I realized, even though what I did in WWE 2K19 is gone from history and unable to be shown, it was still good. Like, there were numerous times where I was so excited filming those matches, going like, oh yeah, and I could do this spot, and then he can go and put him through the table with an elbow drop, and then get back in the ring, hit his finishing move, but then he reverses. And it was a really, really fun time. It was really exciting to get all of that done. But it's not in existence anymore. And for that, I was like, then it's not worth it. But going back to what I said in the, the last bit, it proved to me it can be done. If nothing else, it was not, what I did today was not a failure. It was a learning exercise. It was a learning, oh, wow, how am I going to pull off this, this end bit that I really wanted to get done? That was one thing. And then it also helped me figure out, you know, it was spots to put in matches, like different ideas of where I want to put certain things, how long I want certain matches to be, a lot of weird things happening like that. And so I had to really reevaluate and change my change my thinking to come up with something awesome. But I do think it was awesome. It was a learning experience. Now, what did I do that wasn't awesome? And it was at about the third time, <laughs> the third time where uh, where I ended up getting the game frozen and losing all of my data that I said, cool, I'm just not going to do anything for the rest of the day. And in the moment, I should have just taken a step back, said, okay, let's walk around for 15 minutes and try to figure out something else to do. Because there is there was more work to be done. I've got uh, episodes of my WWE 2K20 series that needed to be edited. I've got writing that needed to be done. But I was just so frustrated in that moment that I said, okay, I'm just not going to do anything. In fact, I even went into my Google Calendar, deleted where I said I was recording, and it replaced it saying, I'm going to take a nap because my Elgato sucks. So that's what I tried to do. I went downstairs, watched the next episode of Dave, which is Little Dickie's uh, Hulu FX series. It's a really good show. But it just it wasn't an awesome time because I ended up just chilling on the couch and doing nothing and just like hitting my vape so much so that when I came when my mom came into the house she was coughing she was like you can't vape down here anymore and I'm like I'm sorry mama I, I didn't see it 
So it was not a good afternoon. And look, this is not the week to have stressful days. Not for nothing. Because we had all the coronavirus come out yesterday with Tom Hanks. And then even more stuff coming out today. And so much stuff getting canceled that I'm at a point now. Like, Disney World is closed. What kind of world do I live in right now that Disney World is just closed? If I wanted to go to Disney, I'd have to wait till the end of March. It's insanity. So, yeah, it's a stressful time right now for everybody, and I'm just going to try to get through it, grin and bear it. Now, finally, how did I help myself today? And it is by pushing through. It's by going back and doing work. So, um, firstly, another thing I did to help myself was the fact that Dylan wasn't able to make it to record Fight Boys, and instead of trying to push through and saying, I'll wait till you get home, let's go at 11.15 at night, which I know is midnight for him, so, like, No, I instead pushed it to tomorrow, which I know I'm kind of guilty of pushing things to the future. But for number one, that's going to have us more news to talk about, which excites me. We can talk about SmackDown. And also, it gave me some time to relax, actually end up editing that 2K20 series, and just some a chance to mellow out, because... I did, uh, well, hold on, GURP came over and enjoyed a few edibles. (laughs) I didn't, but GURP did. And uh, so GURP was not in a good state and was like, okay, we'll wait till tomorrow to do that. But then I ended up editing and then I pushed through because I kind of, I reached that end of day depression that I always get, that end of day depression that, you know, when you look back at your day and you can't evaluate it well, like I am right now, like where I'm at a point where I'm saying, oh, I have no idea what I did that's awesome. I have no idea how I helped myself. Like that depression that sinks in late in the day, that's when I know, okay, it's time to hang it up. But usually I'll end up staying at the house, at the office for entirely too long, just sitting around playing on my phone. But today I said, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to push through. I'm going to go to bed because if nothing else, I'm going to try to get my sleep schedule right. It is two in the morning, so I am a little bit late, but I don't care. I'm, I'm here. I'm relaxed. I also really have to pee, so I'm going to go inside and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again, and I had a very, very, very good day! It was a very fun time. All day, got to spend the majority of the day with Emily, only had to do a little bit of work at the very end, which I I like. I like a day that's kind of balanced like that. Whereas most days it feels like I either work the majority of the day or I don't the majority of the day. I like where it's kind of this even balance, and I liked getting to do that today. And yeah, we got to wake up, chill around the house for a long time, watch the new episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and oh god, I just realized I get to do this tomorrow too. I get to wake up and watch uh, the new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm very excited about that, because we missed it tonight, because we had to go to Walmart, and... Guys, don't go to Walmart right now. I'm just going to let you know that right now. People are going crazy for because of the coronavirus for some reason. And I'm sitting here like, what's the logic of, hey, stay in your home and stay away from where there are a lot of people? Oh, well, we should all collectively go to Walmart and touch all of the nasty stuff that everyone else has touched. Let's do that. Yeah, it just, it, it confuzzles me. So... Unfortunately, that did cause us to miss RuPaul's Drag Race, and that did make me a little bit salty. I was a little bit sad about that, but I do get to watch it tomorrow. So let's just get into the four pillars of awesomeness so I can talk about some of the greatness that happened today. Number one, what am I grateful for? Today, grateful for painting. I don't know if I've ever really gotten into this show on how I paint, 
Um, but it's basically breaking every single rule of painting that I possibly can. I try to do things very abstract because I, I, I don't know. I, I use painting as a way to escape from perfectionism, although I still do, especially today. I got very perfectionist with my painting that I did. But I just go in and try to break every rule possible. I go on and I splatter paint on the canvas. I use old t-shirts as brushes. I use sponges. I use uh, masking tape. I use masking tape so much while making stuff. And it's just so I can try to make something that looks cool. I, essentially what I do is what they do on my favorite YouTube show, Monster Factory. Which is they make a horrifying creature in a video game and then slowly make it good and make it something that you kind of love and fall in love with by the end of it. That's what I like to do with painting, which is get to a point of no return of, oh no, I've messed this up. Oh no, how do I fix this? What do I do? Like I got to that point today, which was I did this really cool kind of black and red background with some white specks from it. And it reminded me of a painting I had made in high school where I it was almost completely black and white. And I just used color variation between the different shades of gray to show trees and I thought it was a cool idea so I tried to do it again then I ended up hating it and so then once I realized basically I like it because I always reach a point where I go I hate this how do I fix it and it is me slowly course correcting over the course of a painting so I did that and then I went well what if I turned it sideways so you know it's it's landscape. It's supposed to be a landscape. It's trees going up. What if I just turn it sideways? Turned it sideways? Oh, I like it more this way. Once I did that, I then what, what if I put a giant, like, glowing eye in it? Like an eye of Sauron. Did that. Hated it again. And then said, okay, well, why don't we do... And then I realized at that point, well, it's missing kind of a shape. It's missing shape. And so then I took some masking tape because that's what I do, put masking tape over it, and then kind of created these red and metal gray bars that were going up the entire length of the painting, and it made it so interesting. I love painting because, A, I can usually get into it very easily, and it is... I all I'm bad at I'm good and I'm bad at improv. I'm bad at improv because when I go into a load of BS or anything, I always think, well, what situation could we get into? Like I try to figure out where I'm going that way I can steer the conversation there, which is not improv. But with painting, I go full improv, which is okay. I like these five colors. Throw them on the canvas. Okay, blend them all together. What does this look like? Oh, that kind of looks like trees. Well, what if I move this up here? I'm sorry, I'm kind of just rambling at this point, but I love painting and seeing like how these random paints that I th I never go into a painting knowing what I want to do and that's my favorite part about it is it is the most pure form of creation that I can do the most pure form of improv so now that I've rambled about that for like three minutes let's get into what I did today that is awesome and it's it's a boring one but I had a very good episode of fight boys because it was a rough week for everyone and it was a rough week for pro wrestling fans because, you know, WrestleMania is probably going to get canceled. And that was the big reason we were going to see Dylan. And then a lot of the people we wanted to see while we were down there, a lot of the wrestlers live in Japan or they live in, uh, in Europe, in places that currently cannot travel to America and can't travel here during... Uh, WrestleMania weekend. So it started out a little bit sad of me and Dylan just being like, yeah, this sucks. We're not going to be able to see Suzuki. We're not going to be able to see probably not Will Ospreay. Like, uh, like all the names we were listing that we couldn't see. And it was just bumming us out. 
but it also spurned conversation of, well, what if they did this? Well, how do you think if they if they don't do WrestleMania, how do you think they're going to work around that? Like a bunch of different situations coming up and us exploring them and us getting a little bit in it. We didn't have Blake, so it was just me and Dylan. And me and here's the problem: Fight Boys. The way the reason Fight Boys work so well is because you've got Dylan, who's one side of the pro wrestling fan spectrum, and me, who's the opposite side of that spectrum. And then you've got Blake in the middle to kind of sort us out. When Blake's not there, it can either go really well, like it did today, or it can go really bad, where it just gets into me and Dylan getting mad at each other for an hour. But luckily, today went really well because. Despite how different our views on certain things are, me and Dylan have a very similar personality. And so once when our personalities start to mesh, it makes magic. And we got to make magic tonight. And what did I do that's not awesome? And here's the beauty of how great today is. I forgot about this and I forgot to come up with something until right as I got in the car. And the only thing I can really think of today that wasn't awesome is the fact that I was very, very impatient because, um, well, spoiler alert, the thing I did today to help myself was the fact that I was getting bored. I was getting very bored in life, so I decided I'm going to dye my hair. So I bleached my hair tonight, and tomorrow we're putting in some really gorgeous purple, so I'm going to have this awesome purple hair. Still have the beard, great purple hair coming off the top, and it was just something to add a little bit of interest in my life, add a little bit of novelty. And I really do like getting my hair done, I like getting my hair played with, and I like seeing the end result. It's always really cool because... After it's dyed, you're still not through, in my opinion. You want to figure out, well, does this work with my beard? What if I trim this? Does this need to move to the side? Do I want to slick it back? So I love hair because it adds novelty because you figure out new styles, how it needs to work with your outfits, and it really does kind of change your life in a way because it it literally changes. When I do it, you know me, I'm very much a person who pays attention to like little minute details that don't really matter. And with me, like the other week, one of my favorite wrestlers got a neck tattoo and I freaked out about it because I'm like, no, this is going to mess up his entire aesthetic. No. Oh no. Oh God. Oh why? No, he wears suits to the ring. It would look good with a black suit. And then he came out with a brown, uh, like a brown trench coat. And I'm like, no, not brown. So I pay attention to little details and something like a bright hair color really does change your entire look because not only will I have purple hair, but then I'll have to see, like, wait, does this set of glasses work with this? Does uh, Does this outfit work with this? What do I need to change? What do I need to do? And I really like that. I'm really excited about that, which leads to what I did that wasn't awesome. Oh, dang it, I gotta end the show with what I did that wasn't awesome. But basically... It was Scotty being an impatient little asshole because we uh, we got out of Walmart way too late and we had to go pick up Ripley from Emily's parents at 8 and it was about 7.15 when we left Walmart. So I just said, okay, let's just go get Ripley. That way we can get my hair done. And she goes, okay. And I wanted it all done tonight. I was, I'm very much a person who's just like, I got it. I want to do it. Like I'm one of those people. If you give me the option, I will wear my shoes out after I buy them. If I buy shoes, I'm like, I'm just going to wear them right now. It's okay. So I'm very impatient. And I get, we got back to the house and Emily was like, well, I'm going to go eat my fries really quick from Wendy's. And I went, no, 
No, no, no, you can't. No, we got, we got to get it done. It's like 8 o'clock. It's like 8 o'clock. No, we can't do this. No, it's okay. Just let me eat my fries. Okay. Eats her fries. Then she uh, had to go clean up the house a little bit. I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. And so by the time we're dying my hair, it's 8.50. And I have to be at the office at 10. And I know it takes like an hour for it to die. So I'm just freaking out. And it's causing Emily to freak out. And it wasn't helping the situation at all. Whereas I could have calmly just said like, can we do this now? Can I, can we do this earlier? Do you want to wait and just do it all tomorrow morning? What are we, like, talking it out somewhat. But instead, I just decided to go down the panic well and make everything worse. And it's not, like, the hair still turned out a little bit, like, weird. Like, there's spots where you can tell not much bleach got onto it. But it's okay. The purple's going to sort that out. But I feel like if I had not rushed it, I would have perfect, pristine hair. Although, in all honesty, my hair doesn't take well to bleaching. So, who knows? But I don't need to be such an impatient human being. It's one of my flaws. I try to be patient. I really do. But it's. I honestly think this is one of the reasons I'm addicted to my phone so much is the fact that I'm so impatient that I'm like, I got to get my mind off of it, and I just play on my phone incessantly. So, yeah, got to work on that. Got to work on that impatientness. But for now, I'm going to go inside Get some rest and get ready, because me and Emily have got us a little date tomorrow. Ooh, and I will talk to you guys when I see you uh, tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again. And if you can't tell by the fact that you're not hearing my car in the background, I am recording this the next day because, well, yeah, me and Emily went on a date yesterday, and... It got buck wild very, very, very quickly. Like, we woke up a little bit late, but that was okay. I ran over to the house, uploaded Fight Boys, which was a very, very arduous time. (laughs) And then we ended up going to Atlanta. And at first, and this is kind of one of the things I did to help myself today, I was a little upset because my mom was like, you've got to get Ripley by 8 or 9 because your dad's sick. And that's all understandable, but... When it's thrown on me at the last minute, it kind of stressed me out a little bit. So I was like, oh, oh no. Oh, no. We, we're we not going to have enough time. We're not going to have enough time. And I, at this point, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the fact that we did not have much time because things got crazy very quickly. But yeah, we got to go on our date and then come home and enjoy some time with Ripley. And then I ended up painting. I don't know why, like... Okay, I passed out, basically. I got home, I was exhausted, um, the alcohol had finally fully left my system. It, it left my system enough to drive before we left, by the way. I'm not saying, like, I was drunk off my ass and drove, no. I sobered up there, but then once I got home, finally the alcohol fully left my system, passed out, and then I woke up at midnight, and then just started painting for, like, three hours. It was a very, very weird time, and I still need to work on that painting. I did end up wasting literally every piece of scotch tape we had. It was very weird. But for now, let's get into the four pillars of awesomeness, and number one, what am I grateful for today? Today, I am grateful for the fact that I got to go to Atlanta, go to some places I had never been before and have a kick-ass time with my wife because, you know, a couple of days ago, the coronavirus stuff I was not taking very seriously. I was like, oh, it's not in Alabama. It's no big deal. Well, a few days ago, it was only one case, and now it's already up to 13 in Alabama. So I know we're probably going to have to quarantine in a few days, and that means none of the stuff that I like, none of getting to go to Birmingham or going to Atlanta or traveling. So I'm very grateful I at least got to have this one day going to Atlanta with my wife and getting to just drive around with 
her, listen to podcasts, listen to music, and just go back and forth and have a great time. Me and her were really in sync on this trip. We're finally getting to a point where like day drives or day trips to Atlanta or something, we don't reach our weird panic mode that we do where we get like anxious in the middle of it and get into an argument. We don't do that anymore. And so I'm very grateful for that. It was a very, very good day. Now, what did I do that is awesome? And it is the fact that we ended up planning our anniversary trip while, okay, I'll be honest, we were a little drunk. We went to a place in Atlanta called The Vortex. We were originally going to go to an Irish pub, and then we realized, oh, wait, it's St. Patrick's Day, and all of these pubs are going to be loud and filled with, I'll say it, assholes who are just going to be very arduous and very hard to deal with. So let's go to The Vortex instead. And it's a very weird place to live. If you've ever been to The Vortex, you'll understand it when I say it's a very weird feeling to say The Vortex is the calm option. But we went to The Vortex and uh, drank a little there. Then we ended up going to a whiskey distillery that I didn't even know they had. I think it was American Spirits Whiskey was what it was called. It's in Atlanta. It was... All right. Their whiskey was all right. It's okay. But the main thing I got to do while I was there was talk to a lot of people. And that was a very, very good time. Getting to talk to the people who were enthusiasts of whiskey and asking them, like, well, which one of your products is your favorite? Do you source your stuff? Where does this come from? What about this? What about this? We ended up start talking about other distilleries in Nashville. It was really fun getting to talk to people about whiskey. I loved it a lot. And what I ended up doing was I I got a... uh, This was the bad part, was the fact that I had already had three full glasses of whiskey, and then they have a bourbon, uh, like icy essentially, like a bourbon slush. And so I went, I will ask them what the flavor is, and as long as it's not something like a Moscow Mule or something that I'll enjoy the flavor of, we'll just go and we'll be good. So I walked up, started talking to a guy who knew a lot about whiskey, and I said, what's in the bourbon slush? And he goes, yeah, it's a southern mule. And I went, Damn it! Damn it! I gotta get it! Now I gotta drink it! Dang it! Dang it! So, ended up getting a Southern Mule, and me and Emily went outside. And then I said, dude, we've gotta go to Nashville for our anniversary, because I was at that level of buzzed, and we're already gonna talk about this in a few, but Emily was way beyond uh, a few levels of buzzed. But, we decided in that moment... Let's go to Nashville for our anniversary immediately. And the secondary thing I'm grateful for, I'm grateful for my phone because we immediately got on Expedia on our phones and booked a hotel for a good weekend in April for us to go for our anniversary, which I don't know. Hopefully coronavirus will be gone by then and we don't have to worry about it. But who knows? Now, what did I do that was not awesome? And it's the fact that I got my wife so, so drunk because... You guys know me. Um, I could probably put down three glasses of whiskey and barely feel anything. And I forget other people aren't like that. So we got my wife, a, we got Emily a mixed drink called the A.T. Elian from, uh, from Vortex. And she got through it and was like, that was really strong. And I said, okay, well, I'm going to get another drink. Would you like one? And then we saw on the front of the menu this awesome tiki mug. It's got basically the logo for the Vortex, which is this skull with swirling black and red eyes. And I said, oh, man, I wish this wasn't so expensive. I really want it. And then Emily said, I'll get it and drink it. It's okay. And I said, okay. And finally she was like, actually, bad idea. We'll split it. So we decided to split the drink. 
and then that became Emily drinking a majority of the drink, and then Emily <laughs> was just gone. For the rest of the day, she was gone. Like, it was two, three hours later, and she was still drunk, and I'm staring at her like, how do you have this power? How do you have this power to, to stay drunk for so long? I've got to keep adding to the pile. Which uh, I guess makes me happy, because that means she is a cheap, cheap date. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, she got a, a little too crazy at points. There were moments where I had to full-on babysit, just being like, we went to a Dollar General because I needed something to charge my phone with. And so we walked into the Dollar General to ca- get a cable, and she's like, baby, they got gummy worms. Baby, let's go get this. Let's go and get that. And it was all fine and fun in the moment. But I didn't realize how drunk we got until this morning when I woke up, and Emily goes, where did this buzz ball come from? Which, uh, if you guys don't know what a buzz ball is, essentially it's like a little ball of alcohol that you drive. Most of the time you get them at the beach and just get real wasted on them and then go to the beach and enjoy a great time there. Which, by the way, I really want to go to the beach soon. And Emily's lucky I didn't think to try to buy a beach trip last night. But, um, yeah, we went to a liquor store because I wanted to get more whiskey for the Southern Mythology stuff we're doing. So I wanted to go to this really awesome liquor store I had heard about in uh, Atlanta. So we walk in, and Emily buys a buzz ball. And then the following morning just wakes up like, where did this come from? Why do I have an email from Expedia? What happened yesterday? So apparently I got her close to blackout drunk without knowing it after only two beverages. Oh no, oopsies poopsies, I've got to be a little bit more careful with Emily in the future. Now, how did I help myself today? And like I said, I ended up drinking a fair bit, five different samples of whiskey, and then that bourbon thing afterwards, and it's something that I've always kind of struggled with with my entire life, whether it be with drinking or with eating or anything else, and it's, I usually will take like a big bite or a big gulp, I will go through my food, like, like... People get mad because I will get done before everyone else because of how fast I finish things. That's also why I get drunk very fast, because I drink so fast. But now that I'm in this world of whiskey where I'm enjoying it and wanting to savor it and really love it, like the two I got at Vortex, one I ended up buying. It was Woodford Reserve, Double Oaked, and then the other one was, was Eagle Rare, which is probably one of my favorite bourbons. I realized that you don't – in fact, it's kind of the opposite – You're not going to get to enjoy it more by drinking it faster. You need to sample it. You need to sip it. You need to enjoy it slowly. And so the way I helped myself yesterday was by not taking things down in like one or two gulps, not taking them like a shot, because yeah, it would be fine that way, but you wouldn't really get to enjoy it. Instead, I took small sips, which also meant that it entered my system slower, which meant that I didn't get as drunk. My body had more time to process it. So... Take it, and I feel like this is also something important when it comes to, you know, something I'm also struggling it with, which is weight and overeating. If you eat slower, your body has more time to adjust. Your body has more time to realize, like, oh, this is a lot of food. You're full. Because I think I've read this online, and correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, Scotty Mo on Twitter, but I believe your body does not send the signal to your brain that you're full until like 15 minutes after you're really full. Your body doesn't tell you to stop until a little bit too late. So if you eat slower, it allows your body to kind of catch up and tell you that you're full a lot 
a lot more on time than it normally would. So that's how I helped myself today was by taking little sips. It'll help me enjoy things a whole lot more and it helped me enjoy my day a whole lot more and be able to get home without a hangover, which made me very, very happy. Um, but that is what I did today. And now I'm actually about to edit this episode of me again. So I will see you guys next week, tomorrow. Wait, yeah, that's right. There are times in this show's history where I honestly, I kind of wait for it to get a big fan base so we can start classifying, like, eras of Scotty. Like, this is the, this is the whiskey era. This is the self-help era. This is the Scotty is really depressed era. And I feel like we're in the middle of that right now. Because I did have some very good days this week, but I just keep coming back to that thought of feeling like a dirty room because i'll say things on this show every once in a while you know like hey if you're worried about something it's not today you need to worry about it later like stuff like that i love that because it really resonates but then when it's something depressing that resonates it's not a good feeling and that's how i am just constantly coming back to that i don't know where to start feeling like even after making that spreadsheet I still don't know where to start. I still don't know where to begin. And it's just baby steps at this point, which sucks. I wish I could run. But before you run, you can walk. Before you walk, you have to crawl. And I I feel like I'm crawling right now. But I'm going to get out of it. And on my way there, if you'd like to support me and the entire BS Network, you can online at patreon.com slash load of BS. That's where you get access to exclusive content like me also. It's where you get shouted out on the show of your choice every single week. We still don't have a Patreon saint for me again, but if you'd like to be, you can at patreon.com slash load of BS. Go there and donate and pick up your phone right now. Text a friend who loves self-help and hears and loves hearing about somebody who's probably got a little bit worse <laughs> mentally. Tell them to check out me again. Convince them. Use your skills to check out the show and of course check out all the other BS Network programs online at loadofpurebs.com. We love for you guys to check out all the different shows. We try to have something for every different kind of person so make sure to go check that out but until next time remember to send your thoughts, comments, and psychiatric advice to me on Twitter at ScottyMo S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O but until next time don't forget to be awesome and I won't forget to be me again. <laughs>